When wishes were horses and beggars could ride, in a stone castle by the sea there lived a rich land. What am I supposed to choose? There are so many. And so he left the trail, and he followed the sound of the music. I am the goat from the hills and the mountains. And when I have finished eating these herbs and these vegetables, then I shall eat you, too. Once upon a time, and welcome to the Story Story Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Ann Harding, and I have some stories for you. This is a podcast to hear traditional stories told by some of the best storytellers in the world. It will take you to long ago, far away, and bring you back safely. In Colorado, about an hour from where I live, is Estes Park. It's a lovely mountain town that sits at one of the entrances to Rocky Mountain National Park. It also has the world-famous and supposedly haunted Stanley Hotel. But we weren't driving there for the national park or to go ghost hunting. We were there to ride the Mustang Mountain Roller Coaster. It's a roller coaster that will haul you up to the top of a mountain and then send you screaming down it just as fast as you'd like to go. It sounded like a summer adventure that my husband and I just had to ride. And we couldn't have picked a better day. It was a little cloudy, so the intense summer heat was a little easier to stand and ride under. We got our tickets, got in line, and watched the people in front of us climb into their seats and start the slow ride up the mountain. I was getting in my seat as I heard a little boy getting off the ride behind me say, Mom, did you see that? The rocks winked at me. This episode features one story and one teller. Adam Booth's original stories blend traditional mountain folklore, music, and an awareness of contemporary Appalachia. He is also a four-time winner of the West Virginia Liars Contest, but we can trust him because this is a story from his CD, Well, 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 and it's the story of one eye, two eye, and three eye. Now, not far from there, there was a woman who lived with her three daughters in a house. There was something strange about these daughters. The oldest daughter, she had been born with only one eye. She wasn't missing an eye. She only had one eye right in the center of her forehead. The middle daughter, she had two eyes, where most people have two eyes. And the youngest daughter, she had been born with three eyes. Two eyes, one here and one there, and then a third one in her forehead. Now, mother was not the most creative of people, and so she named her oldest daughter one eye, her middle daughter two eyes, and the youngest daughter, you guessed it, three eyes. Now, mother and two of her daughters were mean to one of the other daughters. Two eyes. Mother and one eye and three eyes were so mean to two eyes because she looked normal. There was nothing special about her, at least in her appearance. They would make her do all kinds of chores throughout the day, including taking the goat out to pasture for long hours at a time. They would stay at home and have nice fine meals, and they would take the bones and throw them in a pail along with crusts of bread and set that outside the door for Two Eyes to eat when she came home. Two Eyes, there's your bucket. Eat your meal. <laughs> Two Eyes didn't like that very much, but that was the only thing she knew. She would take the goat out to pasture all day and come back home and gnaw on those bones and eat that hard, crusty bread. She got sadder and sadder and thinner and thinner as the days passed. 
One day when she took the goat out to the pasture, she was so sad that she leaned right up against the goat's side and began crying and crying. (laughs) They're so mean to me. Why don't they like me? (laughs) I'm so hungry. If only there was something that would come and change this. (laughs) Anything. (laughs) And with that, she heard a sound. And when she looked, On the other side of the goat, there was a strange, small woman standing right there in the grass. Two eyes, she said. I heard your crying. I've come to help. Well, who are you? Never mind that, two eyes. If you're hungry, the answer is right there. She pointed at the goat, and Two-Eyes said, Oh, no, I would never eat that goat. It's my only friend. Hush, Two-Eyes, she said. Don't eat the goat. Sing it a song. Here, let me teach the song to you. Little goat, little goat, bleat, bleat, bleat. Give me something good to eat, the strange woman sang. And with that, the goat's ears perked right up. You sing it, Two Eyes. And Two Eyes began to sing, Little goat, little goat, bleat, bleat, bleat. And with that, the goat began trotting around in a circle. Give me something good to eat. Keep going. Little goat, little goat, bleat, bleat, bleat. Give me something good to eat. And the more she sang, the faster that goat ran around in a circle. And when she stopped singing, the goat slowed down. And when the cloud of dust settled, there in the center of the area where the goat had been running was a tablecloth. And on that tablecloth was a feast. Roasted meats, fine baked breads, there were fancy fruits and nuts and cheeses. Ah, two eyes couldn't believe her, two eyes. That's for you, said the woman. And two eyes sat down and began eating and eating. And when she was done, she looked at the woman and said, what do I do now? The woman said, just say, away, tablecloth, away. Two eyes turned to the goat and said, away, tablecloth, away. And with that, the goat ran around backwards. And when the dust settled again, the tablecloth was gone. Two eyes turned to thank the woman. How can I thank you? But the woman was gone. (laughs) She led that goat back home toward the end of the day. Two eyes, there's your bucket. Eat your bread and gnaw on the bones, (laughs) said her sisters. But two eyes said, "Hmm, I'm really not that hungry today, with a smile. The next day she led the goat out to pasture and tried the song again. Little goat, little goat, bleat, bleat, bleat. Give me something good to eat. And away the goat began to run. And when the dust settled, there was the tablecloth with even finer foods. And she ate to her heart's content. Away, tablecloth, away. Whoosh, it disappeared. She led the goat back. Two eyes, eat from your bucket. (laughs) We left you extra bones today. (laughs) No, thank you. And the next day and the next day, this continued. Until at the end of the week, when two eyes hadn't eaten from the bucket at all, One eye and three eyes turned to mother and said, Mother, something is strange. Two eyes hasn't had anything from her bucket all week. She seems to be getting food from somewhere else. Where does she get it from? And mother said, You're right. Tomorrow, one eye, you'll follow two eyes out into the field and see where she gets the food from and come back and tell me. Well, the next day, one eye followed two eyes and the goat out into the field. And two eyes noticed. She turned around and said, What are you doing, one eye? And one eye blinked her big one eye and said, Oh, nothing. Just looking around. Well, two eyes knew she was up to something. So she began to sing a lullaby. One eye, one eye, close your eye and sleep. 
One eye, one eye, close your eye and sleep. And one eye's one eye couldn't resist. It just closed and she fell fast asleep. Little goat, little goat, bleed, bleed, bleed. And two eyes ate that big meal. Away, tablecloth, away. And then she went to wake up her sister. One eye, wake up, you've fallen asleep. Oh, no. When they got back home, mother said, one eye, come close. Where does she get the food from? And one eye said, I don't know, I fell asleep. Oh, one eye, you're no good for anything. Three eyes, come close. Tomorrow you'll follow your sister out and see where she gets the food. And that's what happened the next day. And two eyes noticed three eyes was following her. Three eyes, what are you doing out here? Oh, nothing, she said as she blinked all three of her eyes and said, just looking, looking, looking around. So she began to sing, three eyes, three eyes, close your eyes and sleep. And the first eye fell asleep. Three eyes, three eyes, close your eyes and sleep. The second eye closed asleep. Three eyes, three eyes, close your eye. The third eye began to fall asleep, but even though the eyelid got close, it didn't close all the way. Little goat, little goat, bleep, bleep, bleep. Two eyes ate that big meal. Away, tablecloth, away. Whoosh. Oh, three eyes, I think you've fallen asleep. Wake up. And three eyes opened her three eyes and said, Oh, yes, it seems that I fell asleep. <laughs> when she got home, mother said, Three eyes, come close. Where does she get the food? And three eyes said, Mother, it's from the goat. She sings it a song. It runs around and provides a feast for her on a tablecloth. Finer food than even we eat. And mother said, Is that so? Then bring the goat to me. The fairy tale sponsor for this episode is Iron Shoes Travel Agency. Have you been thinking about a trip, seeing the kingdom or beyond? Perhaps you want to go somewhere in particular, or maybe you're looking for a quest and need to know which road will help you find your ever after. Trust the travel agents at Iron Shoes Travel Agency because each and every agent has worn out a pair of iron shoes in quests that have taken them far and wide. Want to know how to find the North Wind? We can get you there and tell you how to survive the encounter. Looking for the tree with the golden oranges? We'll give you a map to the gate and answers to the riddles within. Iron Shoes Travel Agency. Trust our metal. We'll get you wherever you wish to go. This episode was also brought to you by Richard, who sent the podcast a PayPal donation. Richard, of course, gets a bit of unique luck coming his way because for the entire month ahead, he will always be able to find his car keys. We really appreciate Richard supporting the podcast. And if you'd like to do a one-time donation, you can do that through the website by clicking on the one-time donation button. To all of you who donate and our patrons and are listening, thank you. You are the feeling of excitement that I get when I get a new book in the mail. The rocks winked at him? I opened my mouth to ask about it, but the seat jerked into motion. I had my hand on the brake and accelerator, but I wouldn't be able to use them until I went over the top. It was a peaceful, slow, click, click ride to the top winding through trees and rocky patches, the few summer flowers blooming in the beautiful scrub grass, and then something moved. The big rock, to my left, blinked. I was eye to eye with a rock giant who was watching me glide past. I was frozen 
and before I could think about how I should respond, I, I had gone past it. Then another movement as a little patch of rocks waved and I, I didn't know what else to do, so I waved back. I started eagerly looking for more and then I felt myself tipping forward. I had reached the top of the mountain without realizing it and I started to go faster. Around one bend, then another, faster and faster. Then I could see a face ahead of me opening its mouth to swallow me whole. Large teeth, rocky teeth opening wide, a dark gullet, and at the last moment the track turned and I swept past the open mouth, the cool breath of deep earth washing over me, curving one way and then a view of Estes Valley, and then the ride started to slow down. I was coming to the end. And I was left in a state of exhilaration, excitement, and wonder. And now the conclusion with Adam Booth telling one eye, two eye, three eyes. Two eyes noticed that something was happening. One eye and three eyes came out to get the goat. What are you doing with my goat? They said, Mother's going to kill it. No, she said, no. She ran aside and watched as Mother was whetting her knife. What are you going to do? She said, I'm going to slaughter the goat. And Two Eyes couldn't believe it. She ran up to her room crying, no, not the goat. It's my only friend. She cried into the pillow of her bed. Oh, no, not the goat, not the goat. And with that, she looked up from the bed. And there was that same strange woman. Two Eyes, she said. I heard you're crying. Go back downstairs. Ask your mother and sisters for the goat's heart. They won't want it. Take it out to the front yard and bury it there. Then come inside and go to sleep. And tomorrow, all your problems will be solved. Really? She said, looking out the window toward the front yard. Out there? But when she turned, the woman was gone. She made her way downstairs and said, uh, Mother, sisters, could I have some of that goat? No, we're not going to give you any of this goat. She said, not even the heart. You don't want that part, do you? They said, no, not the heart. And they threw it at her. Take it. She took the heart out to the front yard. She dug a small hole and put the heart there, covered it up, went back inside, and fell asleep in her bed. The next day, she awoke with a start. Her mother and sisters were screaming. She ran down the stairs. They had opened the front door. Look, in the front yard. And she did. And there where she had buried the goat's heart, a tree had grown up overnight. It was no normal tree. It had silver leaves and heavy apples made of solid gold hanging from its branches. Mother said, one eye, get me one of those golden apples. And one eye said, yes, mother. She ran out to the tree. She tried to climb up into the branches, but every time she tried, the tree would fling her off of those branches onto the ground. Uh. Finally, she came back in defeat. Mother, I can't do it. Oh, one eye, you're no good for anything. Three eyes, go get mother one of those golden apples. Yes, mother. And she ran out to the tree and tried climbing up the trunk, but the tree trunk twisted and threw her down to the ground. She came back in defeat also. Two Eyes said, I believe I could get one of those apples. Oh, Two Eyes, you can't do it. But she didn't listen. She just stepped right past her family. And as she walked out toward the tree, some of its lower branches moved down toward the ground and made a basket that she stepped right into. It lifted her up into the tree and the limbs shook and apples fell all around her. She had to grab onto her apron and pull it up so that she could catch some of those apples as it lowered her back down to the ground. Two Eyes, how did you do that? Two Eyes started to tell the story, but Mother said, Hush, quick, hide! 
because she saw there on the road that went past their house was coming a prince riding on his horse. Well, the prince slowed his horse as he saw that magical tree there in the yard. He called down to mother, you, woman, is this your apple tree? Why, yes, she said, it is. He said, why, if I could have but one of those golden apples, I would make a wish come true for the woman who gave it to me. And she said, oh, I happen to have a daughter right here. And she pulled forth one eye. Isn't she lovely? And one eye blinked her one eye real big. And the prince kind of shuddered. But one eye came forward to the tree. I'll get you an apple. She tried to climb up into the tree branches, but the tree just threw her down. I don't believe that is your tree, said the prince. Do you have another daughter? Mother said, why, yes, I have this daughter here. And she's even lovelier, isn't she? And the prince watched his three eyes, blinked all three of her eyes, and he shuddered three times. Three eyes came up to the tree and tried to climb up the trunk to get one of those apples to get a wish. But the tree trunk twisted and threw her to the ground. I don't believe that is your tree either. Do you have any other daughters? And mother said, no. And just as the prince was turning to leave, something hit his foot. He looked down, and there next to his boot was a golden apple, and then another, and he saw where they were rolling from, a large basin. Who's under that basin, rolling those apples at me? Mother said, no one, but the prince came forward, and he lifted up that basin, and up stood two eyes. Do you believe you could get one of those golden apples for me? Yes, she said, I can. And he watched as she walked to the tree, and the tree lowered some of its branches, making another basket, lifted her up, it shook its limbs, and down came the golden apples. It lowered her back down, and she gave one of those apples to the prince. And he said, ah, this must be your tree. And since you gave me one of these golden apples, I would make any of your wishes come true. Why, you could even come back to my castle and become my princess. (laughs) Would you have that? And two eyes looked at him and said, No. No? No. That's not what I want. I don't even know you. All I want is for you to take me away from these people. They're my family, but they are not good to me. They starve me. They make me do all the work. And I would give anything to have a better life than this. That is my wish. And the prince said, so it shall be. He lifted her up onto the horse, and the prince and two eyes rode away. When they got to the castle, he made for her an apartment of rooms. And when she woke up the next morning and looked out the window, that tree of silver leaves and golden apples had moved to the yard there at the castle. Well, as time passed, two eyes got to know the prince. And after a while, she said, well, does that offer still stand to become your princess? (laughs) And he said, it does. And so she became his princess. And before long, he became the king and she became the queen. And did I mention what his name was? It was Mary Wise. And from that day forward, King Mary Wise and Queen Two Eyes ruled the entire land, not with power and might, but with curiosity, compassion, and care. Thank you for listening to the Story Story Podcast. Show the love. Find Adam Booth at adam-booth.com. Tell him you heard him on the podcast and now want to hear him tell more stories. Go find your favorite tellers from the podcast and discover what they can bring to your home. 
If you have questions or comments for the podcast, send them to storystorypodcast at gmail.com. If you send us an email, let me know the favorite story you have heard or the favorite stories of your childhood. Who knows? Maybe you'll hear them here soon. The Beautiful Brains by the Fairy Tale was a friend who became a travel agent just recently. For an alternate to that fairy tale sponsor, you can hear it on the August 22 special episode. It's interesting and very different. The inspiration for the true fairy tale was the Mustang Mountain Coaster. If you do end up visiting Estes Park, get the three-ticket special. It is worth it. The music is by Poddington Bear. This podcast was made possible by patrons like you. Consider becoming a patron or joining the mailing list to get podcast goodies or write a review on Apple Podcasts, which helps other story lovers find and enjoy the show. You'll hear more stories next week. But until then, live happily ever after. Mary-Kate opened up the door, and there, on the doorstep, wrapped in his own blanket, was her baby. And to this day, Anansi spins webs so that he can catch the flea, the fly, and the moth that got away. If you go down to the lake on a clear day, when the water lies as calm as a sheet of glass, you can still see the rooftops of the castle glittering in the sunlight. And if you listen really closely, you can even hear the festive music from the roof.